own, turn the tables on William, scare him back. Threaten to make him pay rent. Always scares me. Not enough to pay rent. Observe, I'm paralyzed with fear. Otherwise, I would reach for my money. <laughs> Joan, you got to get into the mind of the black man. It takes more than juvenile pranks to scare them. All right, fine. Hey, hey, Davis, what scares a black man? Bush, Cheney. Oh. What's going on? Happy spooky day. We're back. That's right. I'm Nettie. How you doing, Etsy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in the Halloween spirit. So right. I'm feeling very, very spooky. Right, because we just finished Halloween, right? We yeah. Just, it yes, was such a did. fun time in this pandemic. <laughs> very fun. I actually did see, um, you know, kids trick-or-treating. Yeah. Yeah. Some people ain't scared. Funny enough. Some people... They're not scared of the Rona child. I mean, if you can go out and get fast food and stuff like that and eat your fries afterwards, you can go and pick up some candy the same exact way. That's what I'm saying. The mm-hmm. kids said, listen... This only affects the older people. So, <laughs> can I get my candy in peace, like, and leave me alone? I have heard. So they say. Let's not be dark on this. On this, uh, <laughs> people do die, but we're not going to talk about deaths. We're going to talk about life, and we're going to talk about this episode. The episode today Woo-hoo! is "Remains of the Date." Uh, this is season one, episode six. six? Yeah, episode yeah, six. episode six. So, what do you think of this episode? It was, it was, we're I back like on the it. upper. It was a cute Halloween episode. Yeah. I liked it. They had their laughs. We're up, yeah. we're better, better than last week. Cause last week had me going, um, what the F are we watching? Cause. Definitely a filler. I just think I didn't identify with Joan at all and her motivations. <laughs> um, but, uh, this originally aired October 30th, 2000 writers, Mara Brock, kill and Tim Edwards. And, um, we got some tweets uh, people talking about the previous episode, just to kind of get what people think of uh, of what happened in that episode. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some hot topics. There was mm-hmm. some transphobia. Mm. There was some. Uh, or did they talk? Did they mention Marcus's hips in the last episode, or was that body shaming only left in the previous one? I mean, I think they should have. Well, whatever. The hips are always going to be there, so they may as well yeah, talk. The hips about don't them. lie. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> So this is what we got. We only got a few. So here we go. At Queer Black Femme, I'm on episode five of Girlfriends and the transphobia is wild. Joan being turned off by a man with hips. William saying Joan used to be a man to try to get Marcus to dump her. And then there is like a gif of someone like pretending to do like the throat face kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a, a lot going on. We still love these characters, even though they did make some transphobic jokes because they know not what they do. They know not what they did. No, not what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause back in the day it was, it was a different world. I mean, it sucks, but those are the kind of jokes they wrote, they wrote for sitcoms back then. Like we can't cancel every sitcom. I mean, also it's a thing where as far as the tweet goes, I mean, wouldn't a man break up with a woman if he found out that he was a transgender woman? Like, I don't think that that's far fetched. It's not far fetched. Um, but some may consider it kind of like, well, why would you break up? Why would you use that as a tactic? Is it is to it, break up? 
Yeah, why because would you he use knows that? that they would. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm saying that it makes sense. Oh, so you're saying he used it as a as a way. He's not against it. He's just using that as a way to turn him off of Joan or turn Joan off mm-hmm. of him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it is kind of messed up. They would use that as a as a joke though, because it was a lot of laughs in that yeah. episode. People were laughing. No, nah, that definitely was. Like when Joan did her, I don't want to say man voice. Ugh. When Joan, it was, it was definitely a man voice. Did her deep voice? <laughs> Everyone her masculine laughed. voice. And she's like, "Oh my god, too low, too low," because she's trying to prove to him she's not a man. So they laughed. The audience is bad too. I'm just saying they're perpetuating it. It wasn't a live audience, right? Or no? I don't know. It sounded live, some of it. Yeah, it definitely didn't sound like a total laugh track. You recognize some of them lives, like, you know, the black community got a distinct type of laughter that I don't think they <laughs> they have in the system yet. You know, <laughs> they don't have that saved. Next up, L.W. Carter at L.W. Carter. It is so funny to see Joan and Maya saying that online dating is for desperate people. The times have changed. They've really changed. Agreed. I still think yeah. there, there's a, a lingering stigma of desperation. But yeah, I do agree that <gasps> the times have changed. Oh, come on now. I've used it and I'm not desperate. I just, no, I'm particular. I'm not saying you're desperate. I'm saying there's a lingering stigma of desperation. So like, for example, I feel like people who meet online or whatever, a lot of them don't want to say that, they're, that they met online. They'll lie and make up a story. A lot? A lot of people? I think a lot of people. Who wants to say you met your husband on twin, on Tinder? Somebody living in 2020. Ugh. I mean, nobody wants to, but like, no, it's not. A, I can't see it in 2020 being a stigma like it was back in 2000. No, no, it's not the same, but there's lingering. It's lingering. It's like a diet stigma. Yeah. It's like a locale. Like, like gluten free stigma or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up at King Louis 8th. Watching girlfriends and Maya is telling Joan about the circle of gold. You send $100 out and a bunch of people send you $100 back. If that ain't just like these cash app boards. Why am I not seeing? I haven't seen these. Maybe my... The like my, um, They haven't been coming across my timeline. Maybe I... Uh, Girl, yes. I've been seeing them shits. Messaging maybe they know your audience. If you want to... I ain't interested in that bullshit. Message me if you want to turn $100 into $5,000 in two weeks. I'm not interested. Are you selling crack? Because if they were, you'd be in, right? Possibly. But. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's a sure thing. You got product, you're selling it. That's a real thing. But this shit. The pyramid scheme, nah. All right. Yeah, I I can't say that I've seen this. I've seen the ones where people are like, send me your cash app, and I'm sending 10 people $100 today. Or I'm sending 10 people $50 today. Go ahead and send me your cash app. I've seen those. But I've never seen send $100 and people send you $100 back. Like, who'd be dumb enough to fall for that? I mean... No. I mean, shout out to anybody who's doing it. Like, do your thing. It's a hustle, whatever. I'm sorry to say the word dumb. No. It's just... No. In a pandemic, to be sending money out? Right. In right. any time. To be sending money out and hoping you get it back? Mm-mm. Uh, don't seem right to Child. me. It kind of slippery. Don't be giving money. You don't comfortable. You're not comfortable with not getting back. Right. Exactly. Worse to live by. Lastly, at stuckupny underscore. I like that one. We're all kind of stuck up here in New York. Standoffish. She says, I'm watching Girlfriends, and Marcus was very weird. Like the hips, the Joan phone, the clinginess, it was all a bit much. Yep, yep. 
that was a slam dunk. Like, I didn't even know why we had a whole episode about whether she should break up with him or how she should break up with him and whatnot. That was just obvious. Mm-hmm. Completely obvious. Not because of the hips, but it was a personality, too. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to shame nobody. And a hip show. <laughs> You're brave. Don't cancel me. <laughs> it's Don't cancel. a preference. <laughs> it's a preference. Even She's not hating on that thing. person is to say now it's a preference yeah when i when a white guy's like yeah i don't like black girls oh oh, oh and black guys are like oh i don't think black women it's a preference it's yeah, a preference y'all you gotta, you gotta respect someone's preference true that i true prefer that. to not have a man with childbearing hips thank you <laughs> you call it childbearing hips it's so true oh man okay so those are all the tweets for today. But I also saw in our analytics that we got at least one listener from the UK. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. I drink tea all the time. I don't know if that's <laughs> something that I should say. I think that might be like, I think UK people are so tired of us doing like accents and turn of phrases like that. I like that. I love Austin Powers. Um, that's an American movie. <laughs> isn't it based on... <laughs> Yeah, and the main character, the actor, he's American in real life, too. No, I love him. And yeah. <laughs> but you know. Who killing them in the UK? Everybody gonna say UK. Hey. <laughs> man, Kanye was the man back in the day. Chow, now I don't know what the hell he doing. Dang, those were the days, man. Fuck. Anyway, mm-mm. hopefully you didn't write his name in the ballot, because if you did... You deserve what you get? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, don't, I, I feel bad for you I'm, that you fell for that. I'm hoping none of y'all did that. Because a vote for Kanye isn't a vote. It's not a vote at all. You may as well have not even voted. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Just stayed home or whatever. <laughs> Might as well stay your ass home. Shout out to y'all who voted early. Got it out the oh, way. Yeah. So y'all ain't got to worry about it. Y'all was like, I'm sleeping. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm content with my choice. So with this one, this intro is very spooky. Ooh. I was here for it. I really liked it. I thought it was cute. So Etsy, give me this cold intro and make it spooky. Okay. So Joan is sitting down at her desk all alone. We don't know it's dark yet, but it kind of seems dark. So that's what we're going to assume. So she's sitting out all alone. She hears a noise. She goes out of her, her office. Nobody's there. So then she runs back in the office and then she picks up the phone and then she tries to call security and she's like, hello, it's Joan. I'm on the 27th floor. I just heard a noise. And then it gets disconnected. So she gets really upset and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So she tries to go in the closet, but the closet isn't big enough for her because it's filled with a bunch of books and lawyer stuff. So then she goes under the desk and she's hiding and she's like, oh my God, am I going to fucking die? Is this how I'm going to die? So then she sees two feet walking into her office because she's underneath the desk. So then two feet walk in very slowly. It's very Freddy versus Jason, you know, that type of shit. So, <laughs> so the two feet turns out that it's William, but she doesn't know yet. So then there's a knife that's in the back and then the body falls and then all she sees is the knife in the back. She's like, oh my God, that's a carry guy. because... It's the security uniform that she's seeing. Oh my god, is it? <laughs> and then William turns around and he's like, trick or treat. 
actually he says trick or treat smell my feet give, give me, me something, something good, good to eat, eat. and don't. he looked weird <laughs> Jonah's like oh my god really why are you trying to scare me like this it's Halloween that's it yeah yeah that's the only reason There's, there should be no other reason to scare her this way <laughs> <laughs> it better be a damn holiday shit <laughs> That, that, that was a good one, though. I like that one. And then... All the... <laughs> yes. Now, yeah, he looks completely... Like, everything else doesn't scare me as much as the way his face looked when he said, trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. The way he laughed, he looked like Chucky. I'm going to put a gif of it on the Twitter. Oh, my God. It looked scary. Like, oh, and I'll send it to you too, because I, I need to point it out to you. But that was the scariest part for me. Fuck the the knife in the back shit and the phone being cut off. Mm, shit. Mm, 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 mm. Imagine that in your dreams, bitch. Imagine <laughs> that. So William just uh, scared her mm-hmm. in a very very terrible way because she very, thought very scary. somebody was dead in her office. That's a liability. Okay. She was probably seeing herself in jail for life because, you know, 25 to life, something like that. Something like that. I mean, she should know. So she She's a lawyer. Oh, yeah, she does know. She's a lawyer. Child. So, yeah, she was scared. So we get we get over to 847 where she's telling all the girls about it. And they're like, listen, you got to get them back. Mm-hmm. And Lynn says, um, why don't you just tell them to pay rent? That always scares me. <laughs> it scares and me too, Lynn. <laughs> scares us all joan says but not enough to pay rent and they start laughing that's a good one (laughs) and davis walks by and one of the girls asks him uh what scares a black man and davis says bush cheney oh yeah oh yeah imagine how scared they would be trump it would be i mean it'd be trump yeah that'd be one but it'd be like how about police in general (laughs) right Police. I think the answer would be police. I mean, I think, I think they, police will go above they Pence said and Trump. Bush and, and, and what was the other person? Cheney, the vice president. Yeah. Oh, my bad, y'all. Don't drag me. She was she was young. You were. Right. So. We were both young, but we both so, couldn't so vote. But don't fucking come for me. I read the newspaper back then. I think <laughs> she didn't read the newspaper. I watched the news. But yeah, I think that was funnier. And to say police brutality is like, oh, yeah, that kind of is scary, Joe. Like. But it is. <laughs> like, you, you laughing. They gotta be lighthearted. They can't say what it really is scary. This is a black show. We gotta talk about black issues. This, this has gotta be they this did, the though. truth. We're not gonna lie. They did, though. Yeah, yeah, they do. So they're brainstorming. And William comes up and gives Joan a jump scare again. And she's like, fuck this. I have to get this nigga back. Mm-hmm. She didn't say that, but yeah, th- that was yeah. You know, you know, we we embellish a little bit, we make mm-hmm. it fun. Definitely put some seasoning. So next, we see uh, they're at a Halloween party at Joan's house, and what? Tell me about everyone's costume here. Okay, so this party um, was very very interesting. We have Joan; she's dressed up as a clown, as a legit boring clown, like bozo. Literally. So then we have Maya, who's dressed up as a cheerleader, who shout out to Golden Brooks with the body. Addy. Oh, my God. Snatched. Snatched. <laughs> Snatched. Yeah, I'm so jealous. Like, Maya, geez. look at her stomach. Were you eating anything except for protein, girl? Yeah. I mean, when you got a when you got a high profile job, you you'll stop eating if that's what will keep you on the bill. I'm saying. 
what's really good. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what you did, Golden. Listen, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You do what need to be done. <laughs> and you got then a job like that. we have um, Lynn, who's dressed up as... Jones says it's Frederick Douglass, but she's actually dressed up as who? Sigmund Freud, the psychology guy from the, the history books. Oh, Freud! I never realized that people actually Freud. knew how he looked. But, okay. So, moving on. Then we have Tony, who's dressed up as a... What they call that shit from Sister Act? A nun? A nun. On, girl. A sexy nun. <laughs> What's that thing that like is common all over the church that everybody <laughs> should know? Oh, Jesus, mm-hmm. there, she's a Whoopi Goldberg, right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that. But she, you know, she just it up with the bustier and the leather, whatever the fuck. It was cute. <laughs> it was looks. that leather, whatever the fuck. That was it. That was it. She did it. She did the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody looks. Oh, and William is dressed up as black man, super black man. Yes, <laughs> black man, historical superhero. Uh, society's most underappreciated superhero. I don't know if that's real. I should have looked that up, but and apparently, apparently he said that they had a few, um, like a few issues back in the day. I think he said six issues, seven. And then, it was nine. Oh well, my bad, William. Oh, it was six or nine? I, uh, <laughs> I, Any very variation of three. So yeah. Then, <laughs> <laughs> Then, then he, uh, I guess that he pulled the plug on the issues because nobody knows what he is. So, yeah. Oh, shit. I'm looking him up. He came out as super black man. He real. It's a real thing? What's yeah, but he wasn't dressed the way William was. There is a black man superhero. William looked like, you remember on, um, on all that? Repair man. Repair man, 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 man. That's what his ass looked like. Yeah. It's a website, worldofblackheroes.com. We'll post this on the uh, on the Twitter as well. It's just called Black Man? Proud, strong, and black. Collector's issue. Black man. Soul wonder of the mm-hmm. world. How creative. I don't know the same one, because William didn't say soul wonder of the world. Too bad we don't hear enough about black man. I mean... But everyone tries to suppress our history, so there's no way we would know about that. Why would you call it black man? Why don't you call Because we need else? heroes. I'm saying. We know the person is black. Why I gotta say it? Why don't you call it something yeah. else? <laughs> so people, what, what about the blind? The what? Blind people that can't see that he's black. Oh, I see. Eh, still. Blind people need to know, so you call him black, man. It's in the name. Um, Melanin Magic? I don't know. <laughs> right. Anyway. Oh, yeah. And we get a... A special guest appearance from Davis, and he is dressed as a caveman. But we'll see him in a little bit. I thought he was dressed as one of the Flintstones. No. Did you see his teeth? Oh, shit. My bad, y'all. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) So William comes in, talks about how he's black, man. Um, Maya comes in, and she mentions that um, Jabari and Darnell are with her. Uh, they're pull- he's pulling the car around, but they actually got pulled over by the cops while they were driving in Jones' neighborhood. And of course, William, being the Republican that he is, suggests that Maya may be overreacting about the situation. Maya, you're not suggesting you were victims of racial profiling, are you? William, I'm not suggesting. I'm testifying. You know, we're never going to move ahead as a people until we get past this late 80s Al Sharpton victim mentality. Well, thank you, Super Tom. <laughs> 
you know, which is interesting considering what's going on in the world, you know, William would probably be, I don't know, I'm pretty sure he'd be MAGA. You think he would be even in this climate? Yeah. Because why are you a Republican and black in any climate? Well, you know, it was a little lighter. I'm not going to give him excuses. Let me stop. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he does kind of remind me of like that type, you know, that... um He's given me, like, respectability politics, like, well, you know, I've never really had a big issue with the cops, so... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's downplaying it. He's almost on the side of the cops already. He's trying to gaslight her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does seem like a Blue Lives Matter head ass, like, voting for <laughs> Trump head ass. <laughs> but Maya's like, well, if it's not about racism, then why do they call Jabari, which is her son, a spook? Mm-hmm. And that's when Jabari comes in and he's dressed like a ghost in a white sheet with the eyes cut out. Mm-hmm. But what is he really? A napkin. They just they just too, too cheap to get the um the fork and the spoon and the knife. Yeah. See, if they had gotten the fork and the knife and everything, I still think he would look like a ghost with a fork and a knife. <laughs> I think I think they need to do something with that. They should have had him um with those napkin holders like on him somewhat like a napkin holder they should have had it actually on him and not covering his face so like a huge giant square napkin just put it on him oh yeah like that kanye low pump video right i haven't seen the video but yeah i'm pretty sure yeah i'll take your word for it yes it it came out like at least a year ago maybe two my bad it's cool it's cool but yeah it's like around them like it's it's like you're inside of you're inside of the napkin mm-hmm. as opposed to, like your head sticking out mm-hmm. instead of Kanye. instead of cutting out your eyeballs like you're a ghost because duh that's like the number one textbook idea for ghosts oh this video yeah i just looked it up mm-hmm. yeah this one yep so we should have worked on that a little better but we get a special guest, Mr. Flex Alexander. Shout out to one-on-one. He's playing Darnell mm-hmm. for now. Before he gets unvived by, by the light-skinned nigga from Juice. <laughs> um, so they ended up changing him out. He's in like a few episodes, but they ended up changing him out because he got on a show called one-on-one so he couldn't be on this one anymore and plus he was the star of that show instead of being like the side husband in this one so it was like <laughs> duh I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that job and not this one so i mean he did so we see i think we might see him one or two more times and then it ends up being um the light skin nigga from juice <laughs> what's um, his name he's fine khalil kane mm. khalil he's a cute kane. guy yeah, he's very cute very good looking guy yeah um so yeah Who'd you like better? You want to talk about who? Can we talk about who we liked better in that part? Um, Khalil Kane. Yeah, if it's I mean I he had more longer. episodes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also like there's some acting choices that I couldn't imagine Flex doing. Like, like there's some emotional stuff that he does that I can't see Flex. Flex is more funny, and I've only seen him in more funny things besides that whack Michael Jackson movie. But <laughs> Khalil. <laughs> You know when they, they painted him white and he was Michael Jackson? <laughs> you want to Google that too? Chill. It's a Google wrap it. for that. No, no, no. I remember that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I just feel like Khalil Kane. there was times where he had to cry and stuff and, mm-hmm. you know. You don't think Flex I just can't that? see Flex doing that. I can't. I can't see it. He didn't, he didn't have emotional scenes in one-on-one. He did. I honestly, 
101's not my show. I haven't really seen that many episodes of it. Mm, it's a pretty good Kinda show. Kind of dry for me. Shout out to Kyla Pratt. Oh, yeah. Love me some Kyla. Shout out to you. It's just 101. I mean, I'm more of a Proud Family fan than I am 101. The Proud Family. Yeah. Uh. Hey. Man, I'll tell you one thing. Black people know how to make a theme song. I'll tell you what. We know how to make some music, child. Shit. But yeah, we finally get to see Jabari. Oh, should I talk about who plays Jabari? Because they, they don't vid him, too. They did? Eventually, yeah. Season... Season seven. They replaced him for some light skinned nigga too? A dark skinned nigga. Mm, okay. So, I mean, that's not on. He got real he dark got, in the last season. He just got replaced. <laughs> in the final season, Jabari gets a, get, becomes a teenager and he's more um, angsty and like rebellious. And I don't know if this little kid could have pulled that off. Mm. I think they had to, like, they, they were trying to age him up. I so see. They, they switched him out. Tanner Scott Richards is playing Jabari, and Flex Alexander is playing Maya's husband, Darnell. Remember, guys, his name is Jabari. (laughs) (laughs) So they're talking about racism around Jabari, and Jones says, we shouldn't really be talking about this around Jabari, and Jabari says, face it, Auntie Joan, the man is out to get us. Okay. And Maya says, oh my God, you're just like your daddy. So Darnell's dressed as a baggage supervisor, which is different from his real job as a baggage handler. There's a difference. Uh And that's when we see Tony. She comes in, of course, dressed like a sexy nun. And she brings in a guy who's dressed like a huge dog thing. Some kind of cute, fluffy animal. And um, we find out that he is a what they call a plushie. Which I, I never heard of this. Have you? I don't know what the fuck a plushie is, but apparently it's something where um, you're into plushed animals for sexual endeavors. Yeah, super or, weird. Or, or rub them up against your parts. Hide your stuffed animals. Hide your kids, hide, hide your wife, hide your stuffed animals, hide your vibrators. Hide them all. You know, I don't want to fetish shame. I'm not going to fetish shame. Let me not do that. Whatever you're into, you're into. Just as long as it ain't kids or nothing like that. Just do your thing. (laughs) Ciao. Oh, yeah. So the thing is, he wants to have a threesome with a a plush-stuffed animal and Tony Mm -hmm. all at the same time. And before Joan even hears about whether Tony's into it, she's trying to stop her from doing it. Okay, like, first, don't assume that your friend doesn't want to do a threesome. Why not? Or threesome in this way. I mean, it's not gonna bother, it's not gonna hurt her. Joan was acting like it was the end of the world. Nah, I just thought she thought it was really weird. Okay, fine. Well, but she was trying to stop the shit before it even happened. She was like, "We got to do an intervention. We got to do all this stuff." It's like, calm down. You could tell Tony ain't want to do it though. She was like, "He wants me to fuck." She was on the fence. Animal. That's a no. Anytime someone's on the fence, <laughs> it's a no. <laughs> I guess, but uh, Tony says something really cool here. She says, Why does he need stuffed animals when he's got me? Aren't these plushy enough? (laughs) He's put babies to sleep. Wowza. (laughs) So the reason uh, Tony didn't write this guy off uh, before because of this plushy thing is because he's a stockbroker with a yacht. So she's torn. She's like, I know he's weird. He leads into plushies and all this stuff, but... 
he got money potential. Mm-hmm. Which decisions, okay. decisions. Mm-hmm. You gotta take the good with the bad. You know what I mean? No. You gotta figure out what you're into. Can you do this for life? Can you do this? Mm, gotta get the pros and cons. So then we get another special guest. Mm-hmm. And William is um, talking to a genie. I guess she's dressed as the genie from I Love Genie. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. I Dream of Genie. Oh, my God. You can tell that's not my show. That's something my parents watch. I don't know. Child, I was agreeing with you. You said I Love Genie. I was like, yeah, I girl. know. I was like, wait, that's not, that doesn't sound right. So um, the character's name is Lori in the show. Do you know who she is in real life? No. Oh, wait. She's Diana Ross's daughter. Yes. She is. She is. I recognize them eyes anywhere, chill. <laughs> oh my god. Eyes <laughs> iconic. They are iconic eyes. Those yeah, are some eyes. Those are certain. That's like, yeah, when you got them Ross eyes. Them niggas see you. <laughs> so her name is Rhonda Ross Kendrick. She's one of Tracy's sisters, which is really cute. You know, I love when people get family in on the episodes and stuff. It's really, it's really cute. Mm-hmm. So William is talking to Lori about Black Man, which is a superhero from the 60s. And he has all nine issues. I have nine in my notes. So we're going to go with nine. Nine. Yep. So Lori looks away like she's losing interest because who wants to hear about Black Man? So he's like, I just lost you, right? She's like, yeah. But I like the way you're filling out those tights. <laughs> So that brings her back. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the rest of the girls are in the kitchen. They're talking about how Eric is a plushie. And Lynn is, as Sigmund Freud, is mansplaining what a plushie is. And Joan says it's wrong. Okay, Joan. Like, is it wrong or is it just a preference? <laughs> nah, you I, know? Think, I think it's fine. It's a little weird, but it's fine. It's no different than, like, sex toys or anything like that. So... Yeah, and it's also a situation of, like, Joan, weren't you dating someone who sucked toes not too long ago? Right. So, like, this is a this is the 2000s. This is a new millennium. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People are finding new ways to get their love on. Get your freak on. So, Joan says it's wrong, and, um, but I'm, sing- I'm thinking, honestly, we need to know more about what Tony thinks, and we don't really hear that. We just keep hearing Joan saying it's wrong, and she's trying to talk her out of it. They call it an intervention in the kitchen. <laughs> But yeah, Tony wants to have fun. Go ahead and find yourself some stuffed animals and make it happen. So William goes up to Joan as uh, as she leaves the kitchen. And he's like, thank you for trying to prank me. Now, what what's going on here? What, why is he upset? Oh, because um, she he thinks that, um, what's her name? Joan is still trying to prank him, get him back for what he did to her in the office in the opening scene. Yeah. Because Lori's really nice, and Lori seems to like him. Mm-hmm. And he thinks it's a plant by Joan to get him back for the prank earlier in the episode. And she's like, why would I send you a woman like that likes you as a prank? Why would I do that? Right. Like, and William's like, well, she could be psychotic. She could be frigid. And even worse, she could be a Democrat. <laughs> See, I'm oh. telling you, William would be MAGA. I'm telling you. He would be MAGA. Oh, it's so sad. Mm-hmm. Joan says, go ahead and focus your energy on all the other women that are trying to seduce you. None. And he thinks about it. And he's like, straight up, straight up. You right. You right. I don't got nobody. You right. So then we see Davis. He comes in dressed like a caveman. It's like, uh, you know, the caveman outfits with the, 
Mm-hmm. And then the... It's like a toga thing. With the baseball bat? And he has a... The fat baby? It's a, a club. It's a club. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have baseball bats back in the prehistoric ages because they didn't exist yet. So you can't call it a baseball bat. Child, same thing, different name. It didn't exist. It's just skinny, uh... He's dressed like a caveman with the club, not a baseball bat. It's a toga, so it's off the shoulder, you know what I mean? He's trying to look cute. And Joan walks up to him and says, don't bend over or everyone's going to see Jurassic. You get it? Yeah, everybody's going to see his private parts. Or his ass. Or his ass, yeah. Like Jurassic, but Jurassic. Ick. Joan is so lame. Like, I okay, cannot. Joan. Okay, that was kind of funny. I see what you was trying to do with that. And then David says, as long as they don't see my woolly mammoth. <laughs> I think that's his dick. He's talking about his dick. And so then they start talking in code. And David is like, are the tortilla chips in the bag? And I'm like, what? He's like, are the birds in the nest? And that's when we find out that Davis and Joan planned the whole Lori thing to get back at William. To get there. Shout out to Davis. Yeah, man. And shout out to Joan for, like, acting like that wasn't the case when William had questioned her about it. Mm -hmm. Like, she really held it together. Yeah, She was in character. We'll we'll talk about acting a little later. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we meet Davis's date, Miss South County. She's a beauty queen, pageant queen. And she wore the outfit as her costume. And also, she's really dumb. Hi, Joan Clayton. No, Debbie Ray Parker. I'm currently a senior, majoring in communications and poultry, and hail from Rancho Cucamonga, California. That's Spanish for Ranch of the Cucamongas. Very. Very, very dumb. And then Lori and William get back to Lori's house. He walks her home. It's really cute. They have an interaction. She's still hanging on to the whole genie thing. She's totally into it. She even did the whole head nod thing. Mm-hmm. Super cute. I love her costume. Um, she's like, I got to get back to the bottle. <laughs> she does the head nod. And William asks her to lunch the next day. And he's like, I got to get my costume back uh, returned by noon because he rented it. But after that, I'm all yours. That's when she's like, awesome. I'm going to tell my mom that I have a date with a superhero. And he goes, I'm going to tell my mom I have a date. (laughs) And then they depart. Mm -hmm. So Tony's actually considering doing the plushy thing. Cool. Whatever. Try everything once, you know? I guess. Try it once. You never know. If it's not your thing, don't try it ever again. But you you don't want to miss out on something that could be cool, you know? That's a way of putting it. Okay. Yeah. You only live once, right? YOLO. YOLO. So Tony wants to borrow Joan's bear, Mr. Snuffles, because she needs a stuffed animal right now because they're about to go do it right after the the party. And she doesn't have time to go to a store because it's late and she doesn't have one at home. Yeah, stuffed animals are for kids and kids' stores aren't open that late, which is why you shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one's getting hurt while doing this. I'm just saying. Like, everyone's acting like it's the end of the world if this girl does a threesome with a stuffed animal and a guy. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not. It, yeah, people do a lot of things. That's what I'll say. But as they're talking about this, 
Jones sees Davis and his date heading out, and they, uh, you know, get together and talk about whether everything's good with William and the plan. And Jones like, yeah, everything's good. And Davis is like, great, I'm going to head out. I would love to stay to see how everything goes down. But, you know, I would miss South County. You know what I mean? I would miss South County. So I can't, I can't, be, I can't be hanging out here worrying about you and William. So now here's where the plan gets kind of strange. Mm-hmm. This, is when, this is when it's all sitcom-y. All right. Later on, William goes back to Lori's house, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes back for his cape. Yeah. He gave Lori his cape that night, somewhere in the night. And he has to get it back because if he doesn't, then he'll be charged. He won't get his deposit back when he returns the, the outfit, mm-hmm. the costume. So when he gets back to this woman's house, her mom answers. And what does she reveal? She goes, Lori's been dead for five years. What she's talking about? She's been dead the whole time. So was it a ghost? Oh my god! He's like, yeah, 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 right, whatever. Go ahead and tell your dead daughter to get back out here so I can get my cape, please. <laughs> Which is really sad if it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but here's here's the deal. So they planted the mom. The mom is, I guess, in on it, right? Mm-hmm. We find that out in the next scene. So what if he hadn't given her the cape? Let's say that. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. He'd have no reason to go back to that house. Mm-hmm. Or let's say he actually took the cape away from her before she went inside. Mm-hmm. He would have no reason to go back to the house so that the woman can tell him that the girl's been dead for five years. So all of this depends on very specific things that could have backfired. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's some shit where she has to make sure that she has the cape going into the house, which... Right. If he was... Well, that's one thing. If he was on some really paying attention, which niggas don't when they think they're going to get pussy. So, I mean, it might have been a <laughs> surefire plan. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that could have backfired and it would have been a wrap for that. Yeah, so Lori could have been, like, making sure that she gets the cape so that he would have to go back. But who says he was going to even go back? Who, who said he even cared? He might have just forgotten and been like, you know, I'm not going all the way back to her house. Whatever. She can go ahead and keep the cape. Whatever. Uh, I won't get my deposit back. I think it would have been continued to the next day when he called her phone. And then the, oh. the mom probably would have picked up and said, is this a joke? The daughter's been dead for five years. Yeah. So when he went to pick her up for lunch mm-hmm. and he goes back to the house, that it could have happened like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. So there, there, it could have it worked, I guess. It just would have taken a little longer. Mm-hmm. But William gets the door slammed in his face, and he turns around and says, All right, Joan, nobody gives black man blue balls. <laughs> so now he's looking to seek revenge. Now, also, maybe it wouldn't have been good if it, taken, if it had waited or if it had taken so long that he had actually gone back to her house the next day because... The mom says she's been dead for five years. Head over to the mausoleum and you'll see you'll see her like tombstone there, right? Mm-hmm. And then Lori's waiting there in like ghost paint and like makeup. She wasn't gonna be waiting there the next day, mm-hmm. <laughs> like waiting mm-hmm. for him to arrive. So I yeah, this was a thing that would have had to happen that night. So now he's looking to seek revenge on Joan because. She's like, the mom's like, go to the mausoleum. So he actually goes to Joan's house before he goes over there, which they weren't planning for that either. Mm-hmm. And before he arrives, Joan's, Joan tells Maya, like, yo, help me out with this. Like, 
don't don't tell William what's going on. Let's just, let's act normal. Let's pretend like we don't know what's going on. <laughs> so Maya's like, don't worry, I'm a great actress, and she says a few lines from a play that she wrote in high school. <laughs> Joan, I took acting in high school. You think you could just come in here and tell me what to do? Oh no! no. <laughs> and it's comedically terrible. It's just something really um, bad where she's just yelling. And she's totally pleased with herself. She's actually a terrible actress. I mean, not not Golden, but Maya. Maya's actually terrible. Mm-hmm. And so William's like, okay, you got me. Ha ha. That was nice of you to tell her mom to tell me that she passed away. Joan's like, what are you talking about? And then Maya jumps in with, why would you ever think that Joan would be up to something so sinister? <laughs> no, Maya is hilarious. Oh, my God, Maya. She's like, you're playing a fool's game, William, a fool's game. (laughs) (laughs) And then for the second time, which is the best time, uh, Joan breaks the fourth wall and decides that she's going to hit Maya in the head with a frying pan because her acting is so terrible. Mm -hmm. Only in her mind, of course. First and only fourth wall. It's not the only one because right before Davis leaves, Mm -hmm. he's like, is everything all right? And then she... Breaks the fourth wall and goes, no, well, I'm 29 and not married. Um, but if you're talking about William, then, yeah, everything's fine. Mm. So there's that one. But I didn't bother to mention it because it was stupid. <laughs> okay. But this one was actually funny when she hit Maya in the face. <laughs> so William's like, well, if you're, if you're not kidding, come to the mausoleum with me to go find Lori. And Joan's like, well, why would I go to the mausoleum at night on Halloween? That's so ridiculous. Well, then she ends up going <laughs> to the mausoleum with her, her and Maya follow along mm-hmm. and what do they find what do they find they find laurie's tombstone she's been dead the whole time since 95 since 95 she's been dead mm-hmm. apparently and his cape is hanging around a candle on the tombstone mm. so he laughs and knocks on it as if it's her home see if she's there hello knock knock because he doesn't believe this and then she pops out. Lori pops out dressed like a ghost. And she's like, ooh. And, of course, he's not going for it. This isn't really scary. I think they could have done a better job anyway. You got to make it darker and you got to come up from behind him. You got to have him be alone alone. Ooh. You know what I mean? I think considering the circumstances, you know, that's the best they can do. What are the circumstances? They're there with him. It's like two other people there with him. That kind of takes away from the scary. Oh, right, right. That wasn't originally the plan. They were, he was supposed to be alone. Mm-hmm. So Joan's like, okay, I can't trick you. Okay, fine. He's like, okay, great. So they're about to leave. And then two cops come by. And then shit gets really scary. Yeah. Because there's a popo. Popo! Favo! Because, you know, when the cops are around... It's like a horror movie to black people. That's a horror movie. Uh, y'all seen Lovecraft Country, right? I haven't seen it yet. But I'll check it out. But y'all have seen it, right? So y'all know. Y'all know. So Maya and Joan are like, we're just black people. We're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> and William still thinks it's a part of the prank. Like, he really won't believe anything that they do. Which I guess I would, I'd be the same way. Mm-hmm. Especially if I don't believe in police brutality. Because William doesn't. So um, he's tackled to the ground and cuffed. 
And William's like, yo, Joan, call your cop friends off of me, all right? Like, for real. And Joan's like, no, I didn't. I didn't tell them. These are my friends. Like, this isn't a joke. I didn't tell them to come down here. Mm -hmm. And William's scared. He's actually scared now because he's not used to being racially profiled. He's an uppity Negro. Uh Uh-huh. He's got money, child. He got a good job. And he starts using that card. Like, I'm a lawyer. Not like they care. No, they really don't give a fuck. They don't care what you are. You are a black person. They don't care you're a lawyer or what you are, how much money you got. They probably don't even believe you. So so he wants to be out of the handcuffs immediately. And one of them's like, all right, we'll let you out. But first, you have to look into that woman's eyes. They're pointing at Joan. And he says, you got to look into her eyes and say, you got me. Ah, the fucking Joan. We got your ass. We scared your ass. And Joan set this shit up. How she did that? That was a good one. She knows some people down yeah. at the um, at the police station or whatever. But it's like she did that because she, the other one fell through. Like the other plan fell through, so she called them on the way to the mausoleum or something. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Dang, I'm here Joan, for it. That's nice. You did that. Come through, Joan Clayton. She was probably like, "Hey guys, listen." Do you want to scare my black friend? Just for a few minutes. It's not going to take more. Scare your black friend? Yeah, we're down. We'll be down there in no time. Mm. Mm-hmm. But to scare a black man in that way? Mm-hmm. Do you think that would be a very like, low-class kind of prank in this climate? Mm. No. I'd still do it. You would? Yeah. <laughs> so you would scare a black man? It's no shit on... Knowing everything no has been No shit on some, like, oh my God, like, I'm not going to have them beat him up, but... Yeah, but they don't know what they're about to do. They don't know that that you're in on it and they're not going to die tonight. That's the beauty of a good prank. Like, do you want to be scared or not? I don't know, man. That's like, (laughs) you think, because they could think they're going to die, die. That could be traumatizing. Like, that ain't no ghost jumping out of no bush, bro. I guess. (laughs) Anyway, we see Yvonne. It's been a couple episodes since, we, since we've seen Yvonne. She was in the, uh, the online dating one, the one with the hips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, the body shaming episode. She is the date that William uh, matched with. And he sees her and he's like, oh, my God, Yvonne. And Joan realizes it's her, the online date. And she's like, oh, this is Yvonne? You're right. She is crazy. So, uh <laughs> That gets a laugh. And the other two cops leave. And Lori, Joan, and Maya all leave um, all leave William there. And I believe he's still handcuffed. Yvonne's upset at him because he didn't call. He never called. He lost her number on purpose because he didn't want to talk to her because she was crazy or angry or some shit. Mm-hmm. And so she's all upset. So she's going to beat him up while he's handcuffed. So police brutality. Mm-hmm. She's about to, a black woman, a black cop is about to beat up a black man. Do you understand how crazy this seems? I mean, I think He's that, handcuffed. I think that it's on some shit where it's more so like a domestic thing, and she just happens to be a cop, because she's not beating him up just to beat him up. She's beating him up, or about to kind of beat... We don't even know what she's going to do. But it doesn't matter. He didn't commit a crime. So, um, you shouldn't beat him up to begin with. To begin with. <laughs> You can't just be out here beating up black men and you're a cop to get, and you got weapons. To get back at He's him handcuffed. He's not, helpless. I'm not um, calling her. <laughs> yes. That's not a reason to beat a handcuffed black person up. No, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying. But they play it for laughs is what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. That's I don't know if that'd be funny nowadays. I don't know if you could do that now on a sitcom. I don't think people are as um, what's the word? Racially you would get letters aware as <laughs> or as not letters. You'd get tweets as as sensitive as um, you're making a scene. Like you'll get tweets like as far as people complaining, but I feel like they'd still do it. It it, it could still be done. Well, at least it wasn't a white cop. That's what I'm Yvonne. saying. Because it was dipped in humor and, you know, it wasn't technically like, oh, my gosh, she's about to kill him or no shit like that. Like, we don't even really know what she's about yeah. to do. Yeah, we don't know. So after that, we're back at Joan's house. Tony's back, and she said she couldn't go through with the whole plushie thing. Oh, bless your heart. Told you she didn't want to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but she thought about it, which is good. You want to you at least think about it. Don't just say no off the bat. Mm-hmm. Think about it, because you don't want to miss out on life experiences. That's what that's taught me. That's what the pandemic's taught me. Child, some experiences. Try everything. <laughs> try everything. It's, try as much as you can, because you never know when the world's going to stop spinning and you can't go outside no more. So do it now. These niggas still outside. People having concerts in the club. Oh, my God. Remember that video I sent you? I don't even know where that was. I think it was Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Thousands of people. Can you imagine being in that situation carefree i would like, not be there in that situation at all i don't think i'd feel comfortable like i don't think i'd feel comfortable but they looked all comfortable they were like not a care in the damn world mm. yeah he just spreading the rona good for them i mean to not have that burden on you where you you could just go out and do life call them droplets mm. that's life that's the life we live in right now <laughs> but uh tony she did in fact steal mr snuffles and she says that she uh, was taking it because she thought she would need it, but she didn't. And sadly, there may have been five minutes of the night when she left Mr. Snuffles unsupervised. So she don't even know if old boy jizzed on it or what. Mm. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. boy had Mr. Snuffles between his balls and shit. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, Joan throws it on the floor and that is the end of the episode. <laughs> That was a yeah, nice one. That was that was pretty good. I like this Halloween episode. Um, yeah, I'm glad that it was a step up from last week. I was, you know, it's tough to talk about an episode that sucks, but this one's actually really fun. I liked it. So, what was your oh hell yes moment? My whole hell yes moment. Oh hell yes yeah, moment. It, I said yeah. oh hell yes. Well, <laughs> you can say that too. <laughs> uh, was when Tony and Joan was talking about. Uh, Tony's man, when they first bring it up, that she wants a threesome, that he wants a threesome with stuffed animals. And then Tony goes, what type of man? Well, Joan goes, what type of man you done brought into my house, Tony? And then Tony goes, I don't know, but why would he need a stuffed animal when he has me? Aren't these plush enough? And then she points to her boobs. Super cute moment. Love the comedic timing. Loved it, loved it. That was my oh hell yes moment. My oh hell yes moment was when Maya was acting and she says things like, William, why on earth would you ever think Joan would be up to something so sinister? I wish I had an Oscar right now so I could beat her over the head with it. Joan, if I have to go to that mausoleum to get my cape back, you're coming with me. You are playing a fool's game, a fool's game, I tell you. You're playing a fool's game, William, a fool's game. Yeah, I love Maya's, like, what do we want to call that voice? Because she's done it a few times. Do we call it her valley girl voice? 
I don't know if it's a va- well. Oh, you mean the voice she was using to act? Mm-hmm. Was it a Valley Girl? I want to say that. I think it was just bad acting. I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess she does kind of get Valley on. She gets white. Mm-hmm. She gets kind of white when she does that. Mm-hmm. A fool's game. Um, How dare you? <laughs> Yeah, that was my moment. That's the part that had me busting out laughing. Like, the whole rest of it was just like, okay, I'm watching. Okay, this is interesting. This is interesting. I like the outfits. I like the costumes. Costumes. And then so when good. she started doing all that shit, I couldn't. I could, <laughs> I could not contain my fucking... And I'd be in my room just yelling at... I'd be laughing so loud at the screen. <laughs> like, sometimes it just bursts out like, <laughs> like that. That's how you and know there was some black laughs in there. Because the laugh shacks are just ha 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 in unison. <laughs> exactly. That's how you know. Of course, ain't no, ain't no white people in the audience. Come on. <laughs> Except for probably Kelsey Grammer. Right. Money man. Right. Money man. It's like the producer. So, next Wednesday, we are back with another episode. And the episode is called Everything Fishy Ain't Fish. Mm. That is season one, episode seven, and we get some more Darnell. So get the fuck ready. Whoop whoop. I mean, Darnell's cool. It's so whatever. I mean, I like the other Darnell, but it's cool. Whatever. We'll get to him. He'll get there. <laughs> but uh, if you guys have anything to tell us or talk to us about, hit us up at Twitter at Hell Yes Girl is our handle. All platforms give us a rating and a review, bitch. Hey, a good one. Don't play. Yeah, give us a good review. We got one five-star rating on Apple Pod. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. So we got five stars. We want to keep it that way, guys. We want to keep it that way. Spread the love, guys. Give us five stars on Google. Give us five stars on, um, you know, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, all of them. Well, wherever you listen to it. Because I understand some people don't like to, to surf from app to app. But whatever your app is, go ahead and give us five stars on that. Okay. Now I'm saying. But that's all we got for today. You have anything, Etsy? Nope. Stay safe. Watch your hands. And... Watch your hands or wash them? Both. Actually, don't be out here touching your motherfucking face. <laughs> um, wash them shits. Because... <laughs> who knows? Good catch. <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> yeah, do both. Wash your hands and watch your hands. Mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. So we can get out of this fucking shit that we're in. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, let me not get angry. Let me not get angry. Anyway, my name is Nettie. And I'm Etsy. And we shall see you next week with a new episode of Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. Bye.